Okay. True hoop in five, four, three, two. Hello. Welcome to True Hoop with me, Gerard Hector, and Coach David Thorpe. How are you, sir? How am I, Gerard? <laughs> I, want you, I want you to consider the following things, okay? The Tampa Bay Rays are 12 and 0. Mm-hmm. They're going for the, uh, the last time a team started 13 0 was 87. Mm-hmm. If they get that, then if they get to 14 0, I think it's been over 100 years. My mm-hmm. son uh, and your daughter, they're both in town. Mm-hmm. My son is going to the game at one o'clock. I'm very happy for him. I won't be going. Um, he's here for a couple of days and he's like, you know what? I have a couple hours. I'm going to go to a game with his high school buddies. And, uh, my daughter's going to Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. So she's in town. She, <laughs> the only place in Tampa, the only place in Florida, she's coming for three nights. And then we have the NBA playoffs. Like you are very excited. You're, 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 you're happy. You're happy as a clam. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a lot of joy in this house. My daughter had two of her sorority sisters over and they were just jamming to Taylor Swift last night. <laughs> I came into my office. I don't hear them. But when I walked in, it was a Taylor Swift concert going on. These three 22, 21, 22-year-olds. They grew up on Taylor Swift. You know, They know every sure, word, every sure. song. Yeah. So this is a, it's a joyful couple of days, but I'm tired. I've been studying a lot. <laughs> Fun time in the Thorpe House. Yeah. As David likes to tell us, he's an old man. So you know, yeah. it takes him a little while to, to, to deal with these things. Oh, but for sure. I, I know your heart is very full with your kids, with your yeah. kids in town. And yeah. You know, you get to watch uh, some of your guys in the league right now playing the most important part of the season for them, right? Which is, which is the postseason. Yeah. Um, before that, we had the play-ins, yeah. and David, these play-in games have been great in well, terms of dramatic. The dra- right, in terms of the drama and the oh my god, the last position twist back and forth. The quality of basketball hasn't necessarily been as high as probably we would as, like, as you would expect from teams that aren't very good. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And. This is game 83 and 84, right? right. Just because, I mean, right? right? So, And it's one and done. It's like a game seven. Mm-hmm. You know, you forget that because you haven't had the six games leading into it. But mm-hmm. the reality is, in, in the games last night, someone was going home. Mm-hmm. And in the games the previous night, the yeah. uh, previous two nights, someone was one game away from having to go home. It's like, yeah, going down to get three games to two in a playoffs or three games to three. So, yeah, um, yeah the Lakers-Minnesota game was... Just terrible basketball. <laughs> it, it was. It was. No it excuse was. for the Lakers. Minnesota no. was missing, missing a couple of key players. And, they and, and, and we'll get to that when we, when we, yeah. when we preview yeah. uh, Grizzlies Lakers uh, a little bit later. But I want to do something funny that you, in our true group chat that we have. So Lakers and, I'm sorry, Lakers, God. Bulls and Raptors play last night. Bulls win that game. Raptors yeah. are eliminated. And David says in our group chat, Team disappointment never fails to live up to their name. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, hmm. I was like, and you, you know, you started this season very high on Yeah, Toronto. I definitely was. And they've disappointed you all season, right? With their quality of play and just they've with did, everything going on. Gerard, they've disappointed a country. <laughs> I'm just one little dude in Florida. A whole country is disappointed with that fucking bad team. Yeah. <laughs> And so they, they had a lead in that game against the Bulls last night. 19, and, I believe. And, you know, I mean, I feel like we – more lately, I feel like, David, right, where we see bigger comebacks in postseason than we have in the past. I feel like in, you know, in the recent times, it's more likely. But back in the day, if you had a 20-point lead in the yeah. playoffs, you were probably pretty sure you're going to win that game. Yeah, all the threes that we take now, mm-hmm. you know, it's just so different. But I was texting with with uh, some Raptor people, like like people, agents of players for them. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, I just kept writing like team disappointment is going to come back. Like, don't worry yeah. right now. They look yeah. good. Don't get comfortable. 
team disappointment. <laughs> We're gonna break your hearts. Obviously, I didn't know they definitely would lose, but they did. You know, and they sure did. Yeah, Zach Levine, I thought would play really well. Zach Levine yeah, was great. incredible. Uh, the 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 Raptors shot themselves in the foot, um, missing all those free throws. And I don't know if you saw this. Uh, DeMar DeRozan's daughter was at the game. Yeah, it was great. And she I was watched screaming during the free throws. And people yeah. were like, what effect did she have on the yeah. missing free throws? Yeah, it was funny. It, it, I mean, the, the Raptors shoot 78% from the free throw line. Yeah, it shot badly. Did, happens. Did not in that game. Yeah. And as you say, in a single elimination, yeah. right. you have a bad night shooting. Well, that's all That's all she wrote. Exactly. Yeah, just, just they, you know, teams – teams like that find a way to disappoint you. They, there is, there's, there, there's something missing. I, I know some things I can't really talk about, yep, yep. but I can't tell you that I know a lot. There's just something wrong. And I think Nick Nurse is headed to Houston. Apparently a lot of people do. I, I, it wasn't my idea. Someone told me that, but I trust that he's probably going there. I think the team, which we talked about this on Monday, probably knows it's coming. And they just, yeah. And so they got a good future. They've been better with Pirtle. It's one game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, they played way better at the end of the season for sure, but they've got some serious decisions to yeah. make and, and, uh, they've not, they've won one series since they won a championship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. And that's, that's, that's a lot right there. Of course. Yes. Kawhi's no longer there. It's part of it, but still you have Siakam, you have Scotty Barnes, you have Fred Van Vliet. You've got good players there and nurse was lauded by us and many others as being a really excellent coach. Yep, so for sure, you know, some things obviously are going on there that need to change. Uh, let's transition to the bulls who will play the heat tomorrow night for the eight seed and the chance to play the Milwaukee bucks. Um, I got to say Levine was great last night. Uh, Alex Caruso defensively, man. And Patrick Williams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really, really good defensively. Just And uh, Alex Caruso, for both of us, if I'm not mistaken, made our first team. Oh, yeah. Defense. He's one of like, the best defenders in the world. Yeah, For sure. For sure. Uh, he, he was outstanding. So let's look ahead to that series against the that series, that game against the Heat single elimination. Look, man, the Heat oh, struggled to score, and they looked ugly against the Hawks. If the Bulls are guarding like this, Bulls, right? Oh, I know. It's in Miami, right? It's in Miami, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be it, – it, it's hard to predict. The reason why – I've told you this before. Great teams tend to play great. Good teams tend to play good. Bad teams tend to play bad. Average teams tend to play average. You know, these are mild average teams that just because they tend to play a certain way doesn't mean that's what you'll always get. You'll get some really good, some really bad. I, I You know, they're two the, – both teams are going to get slaughtered, I think, in the next round. Oh, yeah. um, I like I like the way Caruso and Pat Williams picked it up the defense, Pat Williams has been playing better for a while yes, now. Yes. Our editor, Travis Moran, had pointed that out to us. He obviously is a Florida State guy. I'm a fan of his. And I thought he was a deserving of a top five pick in the draft, and he was. He's, he's 21 years old. Like, he's a young guy still. I think he's still 21. Um, I also, I remember watching the game last night, Gerard, uh, at my, a guy that I've known a long time in Billy Donovan. Mm-hmm. They're down a 17, 15, 17, 19. They cut it to nine, up to 15. He just didn't, he was the same. No I didn't panic, see him get no. frustrated. Uh, he seemed, he's actually an optimistic guy. So he, he's like his old coach, Rick Bettino. They're more optimistic than, you, than you'd think. They're not yellers and screamers like old school. Well, he used to be a long time ago. He just kind of stayed the course and believed in his guys. And, you know, the Bulls have been kind of a pesky team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, Miami played so badly yes. in, against Atlanta. So badly. They got destroyed in the paint. They got Killed destroyed on the boards. On the boards. <laughs> uh, uh, they kept over-penetrating, getting their shot blocked, uh, or just too contested to finish. Mm-hmm. I think Miami is going to play better. I, I, really, I really do. Kyle Lowry, here's the thing. They lost convincingly, and Lowry played amazing. 
he may not do that again. No, no, I would argue he won't do that again. Right. So that's a concern. I think I think is a chance to be a, a a better play dramatic game than what we just what we've seen uh, these last couple of games anyway. No doubt, no doubt. And the Bulls were a, a little bit not a little bit maybe a little fortunate coming down the stretch too. So maybe they have a little bit less luck Friday night against yeah. the Heat in Miami, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. this is what happens in these exactly. one game these one game samples. Right. Uh, either way, as you and I both agree, it don't matter. The Bucks are going to demolish whoever they get uh, next round anyway. I'm likely a sweep. Maybe if they take their foot off the gas, as you you know, you get successful and happy, they may blow a game because they're just not well. Not well, focused. and and these teams, uh, uh, both of them, are capable of being much better. Mm-hmm. They're 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 very capable of defensively. Zach can go crazy. Jimmy Butler can go crazy. That that's why mm-hmm. it's not just the other team takes their foot off the gas. Although that certainly happens, we know that human nature mm-hmm. is to relax. But uh, also, it's because it's hard to play well every single game. Yes. And it's hard to keep the other team from playing well every single game. They, these guys are really good players. It happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, the other game last night, uh, Pelicans and, whew, man, OKC. And we have been so high on OKC all year. Um, David, there was so much in this game, and we'll get to the Pelican side of it in a minute. Um, we've been high on Shea Gilders Alexander. He's both of our first team All-NBAs this year. Um we didn't give him most improved because we we're like, she was already good last year. He just didn't play enough games. Like we we thought he was this good. And I thought it was interesting in that he is clearly the number one option for his team. And early in the game, right, the Pelicans were doing some things defensively, right? Trying to either stop him or take him away, what have you. But like all the great players do when they know that they are number one on the scouting report, takes them a little a beat. Oh, this is what you're doing? Got it. Right, the reference points you talk about now. Shea's only what twenty four, so yeah, maybe twenty five. You don't have that many rep. He has right. he has some, yeah. right? Been league a long already, time. He's already dissecting the game yeah. like he is an elite guy, and he's not overwhelmingly athletic, David. But he knows how to move his body, and I, he just gets I, wherever so he wants on the I'll, floor. I'll be specific on this. He's extraordinarily quick and fast. He's yes, not the but, biggest jumper. Yes, correct. But he That's is impossible to stay in front of. Yes. I, having coach guys. Who've tried? <laughs> it's his his burst is like a tailback yes. hit in the hole, and he's six six or so. He's really yeah. and, and he's super super, craft, super crafty oh too. My God. Super long, super crafty. Gets you to go for fakes. He's he's really an elite scorer now. Obviously, he understands angles yeah. and where to go, how to get you to get off your beat. And this is against Herb Jones in a lot of ways. Who we all agree, Herb Jones is a very good defender. I like, thought, not- yeah, I thought Herb would give him some problems. He did give him some problems, not many. Some. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not he, made, he made the really big. He made the really big shot, mm-hmm. right? They were down one, maybe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, he, I, I'm a fan. And Giddy was electric. great. Oh, and Giddy had 30, 31, nine, and ten. One Young, rebound short of a, of a triple double. Oh wow, I didn't realize that part. Youngest guy to go over thirty, if you want to Correct. call this the postseason in history. Correct. And Lou Dort once again yeah. hitting threes, guarding the. I mean, look, bi's bi. Uh, but he he made it tough on B.I.M. and was in his shorts. What I liked about Lou Dort a lot, too, when this happens to some players, David, you know this. When the screen comes, they either die on the screen or they allow themselves to get screened, right? Dort was fighting to not get screened. And yeah. I was like, that's a that's a want-to thing. Like, you 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 yeah. have to want to not do that. I asked a, a coach that I'm really close with that I've mentored a long time to, to create a uh, video series. I'll send it to you, Gerard. Of uh, uh, basically how to navigate screens better uh, for some young players that I'm helping that are not are still in college, and uh, we don't we didn't I don't remember Lou Dort in that one, but he's among like Jared the the uh, the Carter kid 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the better defenders navigate screens. Drew Holiday, mm-hmm. they're just hard to screen. Nemhard's really hard to screen. They just they slither over. They could get under so fast, you're not ready to shoot it. By the time they're back, uh, they don't die in the screen. They stay connected after the screen. These are, these are really important teaching things that I, we have to teach all the time to players. And I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with this on Dort. I, I just got called from a, a college coach with a, a very famous college player who wants me to help him. He's going to put his name in the draft. He may not. I'm not going to coach him on the court. I'll kind of coach his coaches, his college coaches, about what to do for mm-hmm. pre-draft prep, whatever. And um, I was talking to an agent about him and said, you know, he, he's got some Donovan Mitchell, uh, uh, Russell Westbrook in him. But he's not tall. He's also got some Lou Dort in him, potentially. And the agent smartly said, well, your Dort didn't get drafted. And I responded, well, it's because teams are fucking stupid. <laughs> we, we don't have to be afraid of that anymore. This guy is right. bigger, more athletic, and a way better shooter at this age than Dort was at this age. And look what Dort's doing now. Like, we can't be afraid of six-foot guys that think they're six-seven. Mm-hmm. Right? That, to me, is the big thing. The, mm-hmm. the six-foot guys that play like six-footers, they better really be able to shoot run a team, the six, six foot even dudes that say, Giannis, fuck that guy. Come on, let's go. Because <laughs> they'll get under them and really make them uncomfortable. Yeah. Those guys should be drafted. I can't help it if teams aren't drafted. But yeah. the guys like that will last a long time if they can shoot. He's figured it out. And that is something you and I have talked about on this show forever. Well, that requires work on the part of teams. And wait, you're the, Okay, I see a guy. He may not hit the metrics, as Henry always say. He's not high in the points per game list, right? So you're like, oh, that guy's not any good. But all the other things say, no, he is really good. You got to coach him up and develop him. And as you say, that's not no, not really, not really done well in the end. No, the teams that do are really benefiting from it. And uh, what did Lou Doris go? 20-something last night? 27, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Right? Pelicans have been playing well. They knocked him mm-hmm. off down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, teams are going to make him make shots. He's done that before. He has. Yeah, and he's he's young too. He's not. He, he he's is not, not twenty eight. No, I no, he's not at all. Twenty four, twenty three, twenty five. Yeah, twenty five, maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so with Giddy, who was great, and we loved we loved Jalen Williams. Like I just this team is. I love both Jalen Williams. Yeah, I didn't realize the old, the uh, the Arkansas Jalen Williams. I, I someone told me the other day he's six ten. I don't know why how I missed that. I yeah, thought he was he's, six eight. He's 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 a long. He's dude, really long, tall dude. he leads the league in charges. He's like he's like a tall Chuck Hayes. <laughs> That's a good thing. I that love is, Chuck Hayes. That is yeah. That is. When the Rockets won twenty two straight, Chuck was like starting. <laughs> yeah, and he and Scola. Yeah, they I'm a fan. and we talked about this man. Look, they next year can be something for real. And I I mean, well, they not might, they not might. because of Chet. He's yeah, still going to be a yet. rookie, I, right, and right. maybe he'll be better. Maybe they'll be better. He's on the court, probably not. Typically, they're not. Mm-hmm. Although Walker Kessler is an example of someone that has made a difference. But yes, they've got the money and the and the assets, the trade assets, to upgrade and and be and be much better. And they'll get better because they're young players. And maybe too, David, it's coaching and development, right? We will talk about sure. what does a team and a system ask for you? Okay, so maybe Chet's not a twenty-five point per game plus whatever. But he's super tall. Can he be a rim protector? Can right? Can he like be positive? He in can make threes and protect the, the rim. He fits in their system perfectly. It's what you know: drive and kick, shoot threes, protect the rim. And again, they don't have to rely on him. Mm-hmm. They can, right? But they've they don't got, have to. They've got lots of ways. They got upgrade. SGA. Yeah, right. they, they well, got they've got it. lots of ways to upgrade their <laughs> roster. And to your point, they're really well coached, very expertly coached. Yes, as we've said all season, and uh, those guys should get better individually. 
Yeah, should get sure. better. They're young players. And this is the importance, I think, of, as you say, not tanking and having and making and making a run for the plan. These games that they if they win again Friday, and we'll talk about that game in a second, that is so huge for them. Even if they get boat raced by the Nuggets, who cares? Like this is all reference points and learning for them. Who cares? You're exactly right. And they they made they were they made the playoffs in the bubble mm-hmm. and were ornery. I think lost in game seven. Yes, correct. And so they missed 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that was 20. They missed 21 and 22. Mm-hmm. And then back in 23. Yeah, because the pandemic's fucked us all up. But yes, I think this, that was summer of together. 20. Disney yeah. was summer of 20. So they, two years out, and now here we go. And they still have a lot of picks to come. Yeah. No, they're, 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 they're exciting for sure. Let's look ahead at that game. Uh, Thunder Timberwolves in Minnesota on Friday. Look, Minnesota was... Shot the ball well in the first half against the Lakers. Um, they were missing Rudy. Edwards did not shoot the ball well, was hurt. Uh, his shoulder, uh, that that was an issue for him. Cat inexplicably was great for two and a half quarters. And then Cat foul trouble. And, never foul trouble again, and then yeah. they stopped, he stopped shooting the ball when he got it uh, in the fourth. I, I like OKC in this game. I just feel like they're playing well. They're going to, Daniel's going to be great in terms of scheming them up. And, you know, Minnesota. Unserious basketball team. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, Gobert's back. Yeah, he is back. Jay McDaniel is not. No. He broke, he, 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 he broke his hand. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. No. yeah I, I mean, tough to win two road games like this, but it's hard, it's hard to bet on Minnesota. They're like, they're like the West equivalent of the team disappointment. <laughs> you know, they're a mess. They're just a mess. You call them on serious basketball team. Yeah. You know, in one game, Minnesota won. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because it's one game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are even teams. OKC did not play well down the stretch. No, and no. then won a big game. New Orleans had been playing well, and so that, and then the matchup's good with the way they play versus Gobert. He's gonna have a mm-hmm. tough time, and yeah, uh, get him out in space. Yep. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. they'll try. Um, those guys are attacking the rim pretty ferociously. I think I, I hopefully entertaining game anyway. And yeah, if Edwards plays well, that's a big difference. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how sure. bad his injury is. No, um, we'll 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 see what 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 develops there. So let's head right into the playoffs, okay. David, and stay. Western Conference, Nuggets, and whoever the winner of this this game is between the Timberwolves and the OKC Thunder. Now, I will say this. I think that if it's the Thunder, they could scheme their way to a game win over over the the, the Nuggets. But I don't see much more than that. The Nuggets have been the better team all year. They have Nikola Jokic, who he's phenomenal. I mean, this guy's maybe maybe the best player in the world, right? Like, so... I, I like what they're doing. Um, I think that they this is a big prove it year for them, right? And well, it might be prove it year for Mike Malone that they don't get to the conference. I don't, finals. Think, I don't think it's Mike. Oh, it's definitely. I think it's. A definite. I think he has to get to the conference finals. Yeah. So this, you know, the GM is not the guy who hired him. So that could be either good or bad, right? It could either make him coach free and loose or super tight. And well, we got problems. I'm predicting the latter. Oh, ooh. based on what I've seen in the regular season, <laughs> that's a panicky, jittery fucker there, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's panicky. So I think there's a lot of stress there. Um, it should not be a very competitive series. It, yeah. The Nuggets are a legit team. Yeah. And um, yeah, we'll see how they handle when Jokic isn't in the game, what they're mm-hmm. doing. They've really struggled with that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what we get from Jamal. It's really, I think, a better way to gauge the Nuggets going forward in this postseason. Is Jamal. How's Jamal playing? How's Michael playing? Yeah. What are they, what are they doing when Jokic isn't in the game? Because he's really reliable. Yeah. And um, – how are they doing collectively, defensively? Are they trying different things defensively to slow down whomever it is? 
Um, Minnesota would give them trouble. Edwards is a is a beast. He is, and yeah, and Rudy, Rudy and Cat versus MPJ and Jokic. Mm-hmm. There's some interesting matchups there. Yeah, uh, the Denver should get through either one in five or six games, but I don't think they'll waltz. It'll be good games. Well, I, I like that. Okay, and and you and for you, so that that's what you're focusing on, right? It's like the Jokic, the non-Jokic minutes. What are they doing? Non-Jokic there? minutes, Jamal Murray, and mm-hmm. then the the, de- the defense overall. And, and I think, you know, for me, I'm with you there. And the X factor, not just because I like him, is Michael Porter Jr. Like, who, who, what is he in the playoffs? If he's a guy who's scoring like he can efficiently and not a turnstile defensively, it'll be okay. But if he's lost and getting hung up on, unlike Drew Holiday and Lou Dort, people we mentioned who are great at navigating through screens, if he's getting hung out to dry and these kinds of things, you know, this well, is not voting well for them. What, what I always look at is awareness. Uh, you have to be hyper aware in the NBA playoffs uh, to wit what your responsibilities are. And so if you're guarding a team that's shoot a lot of threes, for example, you got to be really aware of uh, where the threats are early offense transition. And MPJ um, has fallen asleep some in the past more so than you'd like. And he's also been better. Mm-hmm. We'll see how Denver does with that. But to beat a favored team, you tend to have to make more threes. Yep. And shoot more threes because of it. Mm-hmm. So then we'll see how aware Denver is to that and how alert those guys are and how connected they are. Because if you do that and they drive by, well, now we need help at the rim. And now we're in rotation because they'll drive and kick and we got chased back out. Let's just see where Denver is with that. I, I think they'll be okay in that series. And then I'm not sure what happens after that until I see them play. Yeah. Um, and so it, it could be a six-game series either way, right? With either OKC or, or with Minnesota, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Absolutely. Five or six, yeah. All right, the 2-7, the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, the Lakers won their playing game in overtime. They talk about inexplicable dumb things down the stretch of that game against Woo! Minnesota. A lot of brain farts. Like, what are you guys doing? I mean, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't help when you play 40-plus minutes, right? And you're <laughs> and you're tired, tired guys make mental mistakes. This is what happens. And, you know, look. The Lakers have been better of late posts uh, All-Star break. Their defense has been better. Much they've better. Been much, much better. better. Yeah. They've been a top five defense. They've, they've won a ton of games, etc. Call me a Memphis Grizzlies fan, whatever you want. But the team that, to me, has played better all year. Now, what concerns me is, of course, no Steven Adams, no Brandon Clark. Yeah. Right? That, that matters. That like, matters. That matters oh, for if, sure. if they were there, I think it's a route. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But that's going to that's gonna hurt them. And... So for me, David, what I'm looking for is how Jaron can manage to stay out of foul trouble. Because if he is in foul trouble, this team is going to get cooked. Because he clearly their best defender, you can argue, might be their most important player. Right? You can actually make that credible argument. Because um, I think he's going to be important for getting Anthony Davis away from the basket because he can shoot threes. Because Anthony Davis doesn't like to guard out there. We know that. He wants to be close to the rim. So if he can pull him away, that'll be huge for driving lanes for John Morant and Desmond Bain. But if he's got two fouls in the first minute and a half, it's going to get ugly. All right. I've got like five I minutes. Mean, I have a lot of notes, but there's five things I'm really looking at. Um, you have to start with, uh, does Darvin Ham do anything good? <laughs> you know, is he going to play these guys 39 minutes a game every game? Probably. Uh, Dylan Brooks is a gruesome individual to have to play against. I mean that as a compliment. Mm-hmm. He is a beast. He wears you. I talked to one. NBA assistant coach, and his quote was, he just wears you down. LeBron was exhausted in that Minnesota game. 
luckily in round one, you have more free. I didn't look at the schedule yet, but a couple they of have days. The, the, two, the two days off early in the series yeah. and then late and then they go to one. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's going to wear LeBron down. Um, Darwin's got to trust his bench. I don't think that he will. Um, I think AD and LeBron run out of steam a little bit. They better win some early games. Uh, the Memphis fouls, I think, is the is the probably biggest on-court thing. Jaron Jackson, mostly. The Lakers do a good job of, of not fouling and getting fouled. Memphis fouls way too much. Mm-hmm. Jaron Jackson does specifically. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do think Tillman is a plus. Yeah, he can he guard is. AD. I think he can guard mm-hmm. LeBron a little bit. He's more adept than you realize. He just ain't Triple J. Oh, correct. Yeah, that's a big law. <laughs> on either end, he's not that. Um, the Lakers' fatigue is a concern. Uh, they're old. Mm-hmm. Memphis is so much faster and younger. Mm-hmm. So as the series goes on, I can see them. More loose balls going Memphis's way. More offensive rebounds going Memphis's way. Just faster. Me- Memphis played faster the last 15 games than they did during the season. L.A. played slower. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, fatigue, age, decision-making and strategy. Uh, I think we're going to see that uh, a lot where Memphis is going to try to I, – uh, I think during the season, Memphis was 10th in pace. Last of the games, they were 8. L.A. was 12th in pace because early on, L.A. was running. Yeah. Running. Mm-hmm. They finished 14th the last 15 games in pace. That separation, I think, is a big part of this to try to get them worn out. And then uh, and then how the Lakers shot. I mean, the end of the, against Minnesota, they just were terrible shooting. Mm-hmm. Guys were open. Mm-hmm. They have good shooters. L.A. – I think it's every bit as talented as Memphis. They're just Great older talent. talented. They're old. Yep, yep. I think they can really shoot. They have to shoot well. And they better do it early because I think as this, as the series goes, it's going to be harder for them, not easier. Yeah. And I think one of, I love all the points you made. One of the other things, too, about the about Memphis and their youth and being able to play faster. And there's something Henry had mentioned. Well, John Morant during that suspension basically had two weeks off. Yeah, he's rested. Right? right? So he rested during those two weeks. Yeah. That's huge for them right now. They had a, a week off of rest now before they play again on Sunday. Again, for a young team, that's gonna they're going to heal and recover faster than the Lakers will, being those, those old, tired bones. And I thought something interesting in that Minnesota game. Where was D'Angelo Russell down the stretch on well, the he, bench? He wasn't playing, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, yeah. if, if, if Ham's not going to play him for whatever reasons, that, that that's another that's one less capable offensive player you have on the floor with playoff experience, right? Because D'Lo has playoff experience. Yeah, the guys on the court late were mostly the guys who were on the team early in the year, which I told you were, were better than people realized. Uh, one interesting thing to look for is uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. will guard LeBron some. Mm-hmm. He's going to do it. I've watched yeah, the film. For sure. He's good. Oh, he's Tillman, awesome. Tillman will probably guard LeBron some. Uh, it, the more fatigue LeBron gets, the more outside shooting it's going to take. He's not a great outside shooter. He is not a great outside yeah. shooter. He, he's um, going to really have to play defensively, and I don't know that he can. And when I'm barely talking about Ja, like that dude yeah, can go on for 30 in any game. Correct. And who on the Lakers is going to stay in front of him in this series? Well, Schroeder maybe a little bit. The, the hope would be, first of all, if you're the Lakers, you're hoping he misses threes. So if he's making threes, we have to go out, and we're hoping to chase him into AD. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why JJ Triple J spacing is important potentially. Huge. But they can hide him potentially in someone else like LeBron, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. what I think we'll see is him guarding LeBron some, and they'll make LeBron make threes. But AD, you know, will, uh, uh, Triple J will be inside mm-hmm. ha- having to hide. So, I mean, and vice versa. So when John Morant is able to drive, AD will be guarding whatever non shooter he can find. Maybe AD is on John Morant. Mm, like, maybe. like just to hang back and off him. Like, this is what I mean about it all comes down to Ham. 
how how uh, willing is he to try different stuff? Yeah. Or is yeah. he just going to be headstrong? This mm-hmm. is what we do. This what is we what do, we yeah. do. This is what we do. And now we're going home. I, I think Jenkins is more apt, apt to like, oh, that ain't working. Let's try this. Right. Yeah. I think he's much more apt to scheme around that. So it'll be interesting. Uh, my prediction. Look, you all know I ride with the Grizzlies over here. Look, the Lakers in that game against the unserious Wolves needed overtime to win. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I'm not a believer. Grizzlies in five. I, I would lean. Um, I would probably lean Grizzlies in six. I'm definitely leaning Grizzlies. I watched a lot of tape. Uh, I watched the game, as you just talked about. <laughs> a tired team just sucks. Yeah. And they were tired in that game, the Lakers. They were. were. LeBron was awful. He made one three, but he was awful. David, they were decision making. They were outscored in the LeBron minutes. As good as his yeah. box score numbers look, they were bad. outscored in his minutes. Yeah, and his passing was bad. And Minnesota's not as athletic as Memphis. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Luke Kennard can shoot. Desmond Bain can mm-hmm. shoot. I like the Lakers shooters too. I just think they're not going to get to it as easily. The AD, you know, we need to see vintage LeBron and vintage AD. And that's a game changer. But For to sure. see it a lot and not just like a game or two. And, and that's and that's ultimately why I went where I did. It's like I think we'll see a game of it, possibly two, but for four out of seven, I just don't see it. I, I don't see it. I, I don't see it enough uh, to win the series. It's possible for sure. I just don't think it's likely. All right, let's move to the three six, the exciting three six matchup: the Kings versus the Warriors. Yes, light the beam. The Sacramento Kings. They are the three seed. The defending champion Warriors are the six seed. David, I don't know. All I hear is, oh, this is the Warriors' best path to repeat to the title. They're going to sweep straight through, uh, um, excuse me, the Kings. They're going to get Memphis next, because they, and they're in Memphis's head, so they're getting right back to the conference finals. That's what I'm hearing from the most optimistic Warriors people. I'm not saying that they're not going to beat the Kings, but I don't think it's going to be this four-game sweep, and mainly because I don't believe in this switch-flipping thing. I just don't think it's a thing. I think habits and forming of what you have done dictate a lot of who you are. This team was terrible defensively on the road all season long. We have 41 games of proof to show us that. Yes, they have Steph Curry. Yes, they have Draymond Green and Clay and Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins, by the way, who hasn't played basketball in, I don't know, a month and a half. So yeah, he's rested, but is he in like game mental shape to know what he's supposed to be doing and all the things? I'm not saying they're not going to win. I'm just saying I don't think it's a four-game sweep. All right, Jerry, you would say that we're friends, right? We are. You would say that I care about you. <laughs> you do. Okay. <laughs> Never, my friend, should you listen to Warriors fans or, or any other fan base. Fan base. <laughs> right. Yeah. They, I mean, you can listen to them all you want. Just don't take any meaning to what they're saying. I, I, I can't imagine a sweep. I, I can imagine a victory in the Warriors, and I think they're the better team. This constructed team, but um, this there's going to be a game or two where Sacramento's offense is just too overwhelming. Uh, probably, not definitely, probably. Uh, I looked it up. Uh, you know how Malik Monk plays matters. He's forty one percent in their wins, twenty seven percent from three in their oh, losses. There we go. <laughs> Herder has been really up and down, amazing yes. and then terrible. Mm-hmm. Those guys need to make shots. They got to keep Fox off the free throw line. Mm-hmm. They got to keep Sabonis off the glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the the problem though is Sacramento defensively is just so bad. They're so bad, and and I don't, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you when we get to Brooklyn and Philly. I have an idea for Brooklyn. 
I don't have a great idea for center. Yeah, because they don't have defensive talent. That's the yeah, problem, they, right? They just they they don't have – Sabonis is a challenge. I love him. But you have to he, – he, they play him a lot up on ball screens mm-hmm. to, to uh, just occupy the guy because he's not much for a rim protector. And now that means two on the ball. So now it's rotation time. They're not great at that. Maybe that one day they will be. Their, their team speed is okay. Harrison Barnes is older. Keegan Murray is not fast. Uh, Fox is fast. Mm-hmm. That part's good. But Herder's not so fast. And so now what do you do? I think they've got to do what Boston did in the, in the early, in the, in the finals last year. They've got to drop Sabonis, chase over the top of screens. Yeah. Curry murdered the Celtics that way. Sure did. Uh, but if he attacks, at least there are people are there. Now, there's not Robert Williams down there. There's Dr. Matos Sabonis. But I think it's just a risky way to do it. But there'll be a game where Curry struggles to shoot, maybe. Mm-hmm. He's been shooting mm-hmm. great lately. And with Thompson their offense, to shoot. Yep. Yeah, yep. It, you, you're, you're hoping for that, I think. Otherwise, it's going to be layup city, which is, which is also something they could try to do is this team leads the league. I think they're number one in three-point attempted. Um, number one since, uh, last, uh, since the All-Star break. Okay. And uh, in three points attempted, 43.5 a game. Maybe try to make them make a bunch of layups, but still layups are layups. Yeah. So there's a challenge there. Um, I think they could beat Golden State up pretty good on the glass. Yes. Demondis has done really well against Golden State. I think he's had more success on the boards than any other of the team this year on the offensive boards. That will matter some. Yes. Uh, uh, Davion Mitchell is interesting. Because he can guard. He can guard. He, I don't, not that Curry has been bothered all that much by him, but. He does. He can get under guys, and they have a lineup with him. It's the starting lineup, but him instead of Fox, that's a plus lineup. When Fox is in with those starters, it's a minus one point three. Yep. I think it's plus um, whatever something small went uh, maybe point nine when he's on the court. So that's good. Yeah, play yeah. him some. Mm-hmm. But um, I th- I think you know Golden State is not a trusted road team. Right. All year they've been fuck terrible. Mm-hmm. So, can they win one, maybe two? All, all they need to do is win one. They just have to win one. Yeah, they can win in six, which is what I think will happen. And yeah, I, so I'm leaning Golden State in six. I think X Factor is exactly what you said. Demontis, because he's going to get exploited on the on the other on the on the defensive end when they go four on three behind him and they get layup city with Draymond doing his thing. He's got to punish them on the opposite end. You every available offensive rebound, you got to grab the most of those. Give your team extra possessions. And Draymond said this on his podcast. Uh, and you know, you know how Draymond is. I'm going to try to instill doubt very early on. And we know, like, right? And so as Mike Brown coaching the, the Kings, knowing Draymond so well, look, easier said than done. It's easy for me to tell you, don't let Draymond get in your head, right? Uh, well, what do I know? He's on the court. He's going to be in your head. But don't worry about all the other little funny things going on. We have a plan. Let's stick to our plan. When we need to shift because things are happening, we will shift. But don't let external forces like his antics get you to do deviate and get nervous and panic and go outside of yourself again easier said than done of course i'm going to be watching from home what do i know but this is something they're going to have to this is where the experience that they have will easily make you know give them so much of an advantage over sacramento yeah and the war the 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 kings uh can play into golden state's propensity to turn the ball over Mm-hmm. And uh, they they should probably look into doing that more. Mm-hmm. Maybe have Sabonis blitz and not just hard edge, but really blitz. Uh, try try to get some easy baskets. The reality is this: Golden State, when they're healthy, are about Sacramento's equivalent offensively. 
and probably and much better, better defensively. much much better defensively. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's mm-hmm. why I think ultimately Golden State wins. They just got to do it for one. one they got to find a way to win a road game. Yeah. And uh, and uh, it, it's it's too bad because Sacramento is such a great story. Mm-hmm. But what I'm hoping is that we get to Game Five tied to two. I'm hoping yeah. get to Game Five tied to two. That would be fun. And and because now the Warriors realize, oh shit, we have to win a road game. We haven't done it yet. If indeed they lose the first two, win the next two. Because if they lose that game, now you're starting Yay. to think, wow. And then the Kings are thinking, okay, we're they're not we're not letting them beat us at home. Yeah, yeah then it gets in there. Be exciting. No. I want to get to that really badly. And that's what we want. We want the trauma. Uh no, it's great. All right, guys, we'll be back after a quick commercial break. This episode of True Hoop is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey guys, Gerard from True Hoop here. If you had an extra hour in your day, what would you do? It's a hell of a question. Would you maybe go for a run, take a nap, read a book? Maybe show up for a friend. Now, depending on the day, any one of those would be a great idea. Most of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. But the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Now, I've been open in the past with you guys about this. I see a personal therapist as well as a couple therapists for my partner and I. And both are extremely helpful in developing positive coping skills and learning how to set boundaries. Therapy empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com TrueHoop today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TrueHoop. All right, David, the last matchup in the first round in the Western Conference, the number four seed Phoenix Suns versus the Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers will be without Paul George at least for the start of the series. Who knows if they'll come back later, what have you. Um, Suns undefeated with Durant in the lineup. They've kind of seemed like they're figuring some things out. Devin Booker, by the way, has been on a tear since yeah. February. Like he's been really good. Um, Chris Paul's been everyone since Durant has joined the floor with them has seen ease of their shots because he's there, right? And, and the gravity he provides. Um, look, I think Ty Lue's excellent. I think to me, the X factor is does Kawhi have, you know, three to four of those fucking Kawhi Leonard games? Because you do that, that's a seven game series, right? Because it'll be hard to beat the Clippers when he's have those, those Kawhi monster games. Um, does, when they go small, because the Clippers like to go small a lot, right? Do the, War- the Warriors, do the Suns do a lot of KD at the five, right? Lineup. And does that mitigate that? And then that that other player, Josh Okoji, uh, Torrey Craig, whomever, Ish Wright, whoever it may be, when they say, oh, no, no, we're leaving you to hit threes. Are they going to hit threes or not? Those are the things I'm looking for. Okay, so I'm going to take you back a little bit. Mm. Uh, 47 years, 48 years. <laughs> I'm a young I'm probably more than that, too. Uh, Sunday morning, we got the TV guide. My brother mm-hmm. Mike and I, you know, I was seven or eight or nine, and he was five, six, seven. We'd run out in our driving our underwear, <laughs> go get the newspaper, bring it back in and see the TV guide, TV dial, and find out what horror movies were on Channel 44, our independent station, <laughs> At, on on Saturdays, like at noon and two o'clock, yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. just two o'clock. And at once a year, we we got a dream to come true. I love Creature of the Black Lagoon too. 
but we want to destroy all monsters, which is Godzilla and Ghidra (laughs) and Rodan and Mothra, (laughs) the whole gang, right? (laughs) Well, I I started thinking about that when I started thinking, I don't know why it took me till like two days ago to think of it like, this is KD versus Kawhi. These are the monsters of the league. Monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and still kind of in their prime. LeBron mm-hmm. isn't. Mm-hmm. KD just came off a, a historic regular season. The first 55-40-90 season in NBA history. Right. Like, <laughs> like why, why is this? Like, why did we lead with this? Like, this is KD. This is Godzilla versus King Kong, man. Yeah. These are the two biggest titans who are well-deserving of their legendary status. And um, I think that uh, KD is, I, I, I mean, I favor Phoenix in the series. Uh, KD seems so unflappable. So does Kawhi. So mm-hmm. then if they're a wash. Right. If they wash each other out. That's advantage yeah. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So you made a good point about those other guys. We've talked about it before, um, Gerard. Um, the, they're good connectors, though. They, they're, if they're wide open, they're like Looney. No one guards Looney. Right. No one guards, Draymond's more facilitator, mm-hmm. but these guys, they'll just make the right pass and screen. They'll, they'll cut. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll cut for sure. Yeah, they're they're you know the the Phoenix has the antidote for the for the Phoenix. I'm sorry for the Clippers switches. KD and Book. Mm-hmm. KD in capital letters. <laughs> right. And just capital B Booker. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, they're just amazing. So I think that's a big deal. Uh, I looked up Terrence Mann has had his best Western Conference games against um, Phoenix. That's important. Yeah. You got to get more production. Uh, Powell has been very good against them. Yes. They, they, yep. need, they need other guys because of the, the two Titans battling. Um, I think that uh, the Clippers have a lineup. How about this? Westbrook, Gordon, Batum, uh, Kawhi, and, Z- and Zubak, uh, plus 6.8. They've only played five games. I mean, sixteen minutes. But Westbrook, this is the this is the problem with Westbrook. You don't want him at the end of the game. Well, that's the- <laughs> and I'm I, the Lakers are lucky that he's not there anymore. That's a concern I have. Is is he going to fuck it up for them with bad decisions down the stretch? But he's been good for them. Yes, undoubtedly yes. so. And then you have him versus the, the Durant thing too. Yep. Uh, uh, on the other side, you've got the CP book, a Koji. Katie and Aiden plus four point eight. They played eight games together. That that matters mm-hmm. to me. That matters uh, uh, that they have a lineup they trust. Yep. Koji will definitely spend some time on Kawhi. For sure. I'm not sure that matters. Durant may switch on them sometimes too late in game. Yeah, yeah. that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Suns can go small and just double Zubac if Zubac they want. Uh, uh, but what are they going? They're going to take Zubac out at that point. And and Durant uh, adds, and you know this is often because he's so otherworldly on offense. Like Durant is an above average defender, and in the playoffs, especially as a, a rim protector, he's quite good. Right, that length is really important. Yeah. Um. So it, it'll be interesting to see what they do there. I, I like you. I'm leaning Phoenix. Um. I think this ends in five or six for them. Um. I think they have the, the right things working. The biggest thing for me with Phoenix is health. Right. Like. Is Katie and Chris Paul going to be fine all the way through, right? Because one of those guys turns an ankle or whatever, then they're cooked, yeah, right? That's story, right? That's just that's the reality I, of of that team. I, I'll throw one more thing out there. Um, the Clips are really shooting the ball well last night. They season. are thirty nine point six percent from three, uh, top four maybe in the league. They only take thirty one a game last fifteen games. Thirty one a game. 
if you want to pull the upset, you've got to add some more variability to it and give, and give hope a chance. Mm-hmm. And so I think they got to kick that up pretty significantly. And For it's sure. not who they are. They, both teams play the same pace. I like to the Clippers maybe play a little bit faster of a pace, get more threes up, and and get hot. And hope, yeah. you know, like the way the Spurs beat, and we'll talk about this for the next series too, the way the Spurs beat Miami back in the day, LeBron's last mm-hmm. series in, in Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, play fast, play loose, shoot threes, get hot, get on a, get a streak, and then everything kind of opens up more. Ball movement, player movement. Yeah. And for the Clippers, that's important because their best lineups this year, data-wise, have Paul George in it, right? That, that So, and without for him, sure. that is huge, right? That is a, you know, it's easy to laugh and, aha, playoff P, uh, so funny. Look, guys, that dude is really fucking good. And that is an elite two-day player that's, that's not there, yeah. right? And so, right. that's huge. So, right. you know, we'll, we'll be watching that for sure. All right, let's move to the Eastern Conference. Um, let's start with the, at the top again, really quickly and easy. We think Milwaukee, regardless of who they play, they're in a groove right now. The one thing I'm watching them for, though, David, is Chris Middleton. I know he yeah. got back and he's been mostly fine. I feel like he's on the other side, like of his peak years. He he, he a, hurt his knee a little bit too late. Yeah, right. Yeah. Last couple of games, mm-hmm, he tweaked his mm-hmm. knee a little bit, or they said anyway. Because yeah. remember, in that the playoff run at, when they where they won two years ago, late game closing. It was Chris Middleton. Like, he was the guy. Always has been that way, yeah. I just, and you know. And Drew. And Drew. Well, Drew now is, you know, he's really taking a that's, leap forward that's offensively. What, that's what I'm looking for is where's Drew at offensively. Is he is he comfortable being that leader in a way that he normally isn't, the way Chris mm-hmm. Paul often isn't? The Middleton thing, I think you're right, is is the big thing. And I don't, I don't, I don't think anything else matters. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. They're a really um, good team. Let's move to the next series, Boston versus uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. Look, the Hawks were good in that game on on Tuesday in terms of they're very – I mean, the Heat were bad. They were missing point-blank layups and just awful. Like, as you said, why are you not faking shots in the first and second box going against taller guys? What are you doing? But they just kept – They lost their minds. <laughs> they kept doing the same thing over and over, and it was not working. No. Look. Trey Young is capable of going off and, you know, being lethal. Bogdanovich has got a ton of experience. Clint Capella destroyed Miami on the boards. Yeah. 21 by himself. Like, and eight of them offensive. I mean, that's, those are, those are huge things, giving you extra possessions. I'm worried about Boston and the Time Lord injury. Like, not maybe in this series, but if they are planning on winning the finals, they're not. If that dude's not healthy, they're not. Do we know his, the latest thing on him? I don't know what the latest thing is, but uh, uh, he, it's concerning me, is, is, is for sure. Um, and then a little bit of the Tatum stuff and Brown did hurt his hand too. So he's got a little bit, you know, uh, re- I don't the, think I saw the report that he did not have bandages on it yesterday. Which oh, is, that's good. All right. That's good. Big. It doesn't mean he wasn't, he wasn't practicing, but he didn't have it. So I read you're exactly right. And, and, uh, in Brown, he, they, they need those guys. Atlanta's not going to roll over. Um, but you know, Atlanta has struggled to play well consistently. Yes. Cause yes, that's this, yeah. there. Are, are they in a four game win streak right now? They might be, yeah. I think yeah. they finished the season winning three in a row for the first time since January, yes. right? Yeah. Boston had, I think, four streaks of three or more. Yeah. Atlanta had one. Yeah. Um, and Boston's better, for sure. Yeah. Boston's, I mean, top top two in both. Yeah. When Number one in adjusted net rating. I mean, they, look, when teams they are top are two in offensive defense, they tend to win a championship. And they have multiple lineups, David, that are among the best lineups in the league, no matter how you you, you yeah. figure out who, who's in there. Now, a lot of those lineups are Robert Williams dependent. I want to bring that point home again. It's if true. he's not who he is, 
not going to hurt them in this round, but against Milwaukee in the conference finals, for sure. Yeah. You know, and definitely in the NBA finals if they're even lucky enough to make it there. So, but I think, you know, regardless, Boston should uh, win this round relatively comfortably. All right. Fun series. I mean, they're all fun series, but Brooklyn versus Philly to three six. Philly's three. Brooklyn's to six. Game one Saturday in Philly. I will be in Philly for game one. Taking the train. I'm taking the Amtrak down there. Yep. Um, you know, look, Brooklyn's been fun um, since the trade. Cam, Mikhail. Dorian Finney-Smith, like there's Nick Claxton, who, by the way, is going to make an all-defensive team for sure. I wonder where Nick will finish on the DPOI race. Going to be top three, I'd imagine. He might even be second. I don't know. He'll finish somewhere somewhere in there. But look, Joel Embiid's a fucking monster. Like, he's just a monster. And James Harden's good. And Tyrese Maxey's good. And Anthony Melton's good. And George Nia. They just, they're better than Brooklyn at just about every position. I mean, that's why they're the three seed in Brooklyn's the six, right? And Mikel's going to get to taste what it's like. Oh, you're the number one guy in the playoffs? We got some stuff for you, my guy. Let's see how you how you reference point and handle now being one on the scouting list. Brooklyn will find a way to win a game, maybe two, but that's all. I talked to a Sixers player this week. He texted me. I didn't talk to my text with him, and I, I wrote, I asked him, uh, like, what do you think about the series? <laughs> he wrote back, they got to deal with the big boy. <laughs> they have to deal with the big boys. Just, it's just tough. That's he's, the problem. I, the tough. only way I think Brooklyn wins the series is if they just turn everything on its head and Ooh. shoot a million threes. So, and, and and you like that that philosophy? Just go, I, cr- I, just I, go I mean, crazy. Start, start Claxton mm-hmm. uh, in part because you need the body. Yeah, and, yes. and run and be. So uh, it's a more thought out strategy. I have run them like crazy. Yes, race, race, race as fast as you can. Uh, offensively, trap some defensively. Don't help when he has the ball. Okay. okay. Stay home. Let him score mm-hmm. fifty and three. It's a rope a dope. Mm-hmm. Let George Foreman pump uh, punch himself out. Mm-hmm. Right. Take mm-hmm. the beating. He'll score fifty and three against you without helping for sure if he wants to. And and hope your threes can keep it tough and close until the fourth quarter. And he's exhausted and he's tired. I, that's mm-hmm. what I would do. Is just put, when when he when Claxton's tired, take him out. And go five guards, five wings. I like that. I like He'll that. He'll score a bunch. You can double on occasion if you want to. But you race but, off of mix, yeah. whatever. And yeah, make like him that. score, 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 score. Stay home on shooters. Have it be the only the Joel Embiid show. Because I'm telling you, that's all Doc Rivers wants anyway. It's, it's hey, everybody. Woo! Throw the ball to Joel Embiid. <laughs> Trust me. That's what's happening. Everyone, hey. Embiid is open. <laughs> And so, great. Let him eat. Let him eat. Let him eat. And then watch right. Maxi and Harden stew. And yeah. Tobias like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. yeah Stay yeah. home on everyone. Let him be just score and score and score. Run him like crazy. Lots of threes. Hope a couple of times the first four or five games you make enough threes to win. And now you're forcing a game six. Anything can happen. David, I love that strategy because I think when you race against Embiid, you're going to get a lot of five on four on yeah. the other end because he's just. He won't cross half court sometimes. Like, he's not going to make it. <laughs> like, you have to do it. You have to do it. You have to. I mean, he's just, he's just a huge man. He's, he's, he's so big. So big. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like that. I, uh, listen, I, I've always said, man, like, he, I mean, Rudy's super tall, but man, I, I remember seeing Joel and B for the first time up close in the Philly locker room. I was like, Jesus Christ, you're a mountain. Like, I'm a human being. Like, and that's a lot of body to, sprint up and down a basketball court in, in a 48-minute game and then over the course of seven days. And they 
early, I think they are every other early. So that's something to, to, to pay pay attention to. I like that plan. I mean, that really is Brooklyn's only strategy because they, I think so. They have, they have, I mean, no one else on that team in Brooklyn can generate enough offense on their own. That, right. right? Yes. You know, as much as Kyrie was a problem, we know he can generate his own bucket. Like, you don't, you don't have that in KD anymore, right? You got to manufacture that. And I think the way you manufacture it, to your point, 63 point attempts a game. Why not? There's going to be a game where you go lights out and you, sh- you make 25. That's huge. You're going to win that game for sure. Yeah. I like the plan. All right, the matchup that everybody is talking about, that they're hyped for. The number four Cleveland Cavaliers versus the number five New York Knicks. On Monday, David says, this is like 1990s uh, Knicks Cavaliers. Brad Doherty on the block. Larry Nance Sr., not junior for you young kids who don't remember that Larry Nance's father played in the NBA. Mark Price, you know, those old school Cav teams uh, versus Patrick Ewing and Derek Harper and all those, all those old Knicks guys. All right, I don't think we're going to set the game of offensive basketball back that far. No, New, <laughs> York's, have, New, York's, New York's offense is really good. Yes. is good. They, 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 they're really good. Uh, they have a very good five-man lineup that, as we know, Tibbs will run into the ground because that's what he trusts. Um, <laughs> well, he'll, he'll play quickly. He'll, he will. Yeah, so yeah, he'll play quickly. He'll play quickly. So you'll get six men in Yeah, there. right. But look, you guys know I've been high on Cleveland all year. They've been top two, three in adjusted net. All season long, they can guard the hell out of you. Those two big dudes in Mobley and Allen, it's going to be a problem for you to, to score at the rim. Now, we know about Donovan Mitchell. That I mean, proven playoff performer. I think Karis Levert's going to have to play, as you've said, because Okoro, it's like some, we have a month where we shoot 38 and then a month where we shoot 12 from three. Like that's, like we can't have that, right? Because they're going to leave him open and say, let that guy shoot and kill us. But I think this will be a great series. I'm leaning Cleveland right now. What say you? I've got a couple of concerns. Uh, New York can really get at the offensive backboards, and, and mm-hmm. Cleveland, surprisingly, is a, a, not a great defensive rebounding team. They don't give up a lot of second-chance points. They give up a lot of second shots, and New York's offense is really good. So they're going to score more than the average team would score against Cleveland after a second shot, after a, after off the rebound. Um, Levert has been a positive for them. Mm-hmm. And I think that matters. They, they can play Levert if Okoro is not making shots. Mm-hmm. And they can try Okoro, who I think is a, a, will be a key defender, whoever sure. he will guard. Whether it's Brunson um, or, or RJ. Mm-hmm. Grimes has played well. Not that you would put Okoro on him. Um, I think they're better with Levert and, than Okoro yeah, over the course of the so. season. Um, that, that, Brunson, that starting five, Brunson, Grimes, RJ, Randall, and Mitchell are plus 2.2. Play 35 games, gets a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot, but it's a lot. You don't, you don't see a lot of teams with that big number of starters because of injuries and, and what have you. Well, it's really injuries. So um, the Randall-Mobley matchup is interesting. Mm. Can, can Mobley handle that physical presence? That's a challenge. Yep. Um, I don't know that he can. Uh, and that's a problem if he can't. Yeah, how Randall shoots a three is big, 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 big. How how he how he can take the one of those big guys out really makes a difference. Uh, Garland guarding RJ could be a problem. Oh, that smells you're, nice. You're, you're going to put him on Grimes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure of that. But but then who's Donovan guarding? Right. So yeah. Donovan then will guard uh, RJ, and that's a mm-hmm. power game. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the hope is that if you're tipping your hat to saying, "Hey, I'm coming to bully you," I'm coming to bully you guards, that wakes up Mobley and Allen to say, "All right, I'm going to be lurking nearby." I'll provide help at the end. Um, I I have Cleveland in seven right now. I think it's a really great series. Yeah, no, it's 
it is it's a toss-up series in many ways. I wonder X factor wise, Evan Mobley offensively, right? What can he give Cleveland offensively as a as a pressure release valve, right? Because we know they're gonna be, try to trap Donovan and or Darius, right? Uh Jared Allen doesn't provide spacing, but Mobley can't, right? Can he consistently hit a 15 to 18 footer? We're like, all right, shit, we can't do that because that guy's gonna hit that shot, right? If he does that, that's towards the ceiling where we think Evan Mobley can be. I don't know if the playoffs is the time he does it. We'll find out because they're going to definitely force him to, and force the Cavs to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, how about we haven't talked about Tibbs wearing people down? Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, I mean, that, that's a concern <laughs> as this series goes on. Is yes. those guys gassed? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We haven't talked about Brunson a lot. That's, mm-hmm. o- o- that's why Okoro probably has to play. Mm-hmm. So, uh, go I, I think so. Um, at least. And then if he's not effective offensively, they'll have to take him out and someone's going to have to try. I don't think Mobley's going to try. I I like to see no. that though. Um, That'd be nice because he's so long, and you're going to bump him. But Brunson bumping him isn't as effective as Randall bumping him. He's a Brunson's foot shorter. So strong. Yeah, oh he's strong God. and smart and tough and under control. That's why I think they're going to win some games. I I think it's really, you know, I think the X the the I don't like using X factor. The <laughs> the best player in the series is Donovan Mitchell. Yes, for sure. And and we know what he's done in playoffs before. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just – and you know, the stage of Madison Square Garden. And, Ooh, and that's, that's coming home for Donovan, by the way. He's right. a New York, a New York kid. Right. New York City and kid. People thought he would go there, and he didn't. I, yeah, I just I, – in, in the one-game situation, I, I'm going to go with Donovan. So we could see him playing the, the um, uh, Trey Young role, as Trey Young did two years ago, coming to Madison Square Garden and being – he's not going to – He's not going to do, like, yeah, he's not he's gonna do the whole like right. wearing the black hat like right. purposely, but he will yeah. have the black hat because he'll be the best guy. And you're like, yeah. damn, we can't stop that dude. Yeah. I, I hope, I hope we get that because that's scintillating basketball when he's playing like that. Oh yeah. I mean, he is, when he is on, it's like, Oh, good luck guys. Can't, you can't, not going to stay in front of him. And that shot's money. And he, you can see it. Like he's got the bounce in his step when he's doing it. You're like, all right, this is because he's every bit the bowling ball kind of right. That, that Brunson is right. Super solid and strong. Right. Yeah. You're like, man, you're bouncing off that guy when he when yeah. he's coming downhill. Yeah, guys, this is the best time of the year. We are excited. Like we'll we'll figure out who those eight seeds are tomorrow, and then come this weekend. By the time we record on Monday, well, game ones will have already happened, and we'll have throwing out our, our predictions. Oh my God, this team's the best team. This team's the worst team. No, we're not. We're not like that here. True, we're say the course, right? Like it's one game. What adjustments are the coaches going to make? What adjustment? Or was it just simply as David says, they're just mission shots, right? Yeah. Like. Got to make them or next just, time. Or just play better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> strategy was fine. You didn't execute it very well. Go, get, get over the screen. You're supposed to get over the screen. Switching is supposed to switch. These kind of things happen all the time. Those breakdowns cause losses. Yeah, absolutely. But it'll be fun, guys. All right, everybody. Uh, enjoy the playoff basketball this weekend, and we will see you on Monday. Take care. <laughs>